Good morning, ladies. Happy Monday. I hope that you all had an amazing weekend and you're starting off this week beautifully. If not, I am praying over you. Um, I'm so thankful to have you all here. Thank you for joining us. If you are joining us live, we record this each week on Monday at 11 a.m. in the Fit and Faithful Moms group. You can then find us after when you want to listen later on on all of your favorite podcast apps, YouTube, in the group, or if you're subscribed to our emails, you will get an email on Tuesday with it. So thank you so much for joining. As usual, if there are any prayer requests or praise reports, please let me know. I'd love to hear them. I'd love to pray over them with you. If you don't feel comfortable um, typing everything out, it's too lengthy, it's too wordy, whatever, just put an emoji there. And that's our symbol here that you need prayer. No questions asked. We're just going to lift you up. We're going to start um, with prayer and we're going to um, talk about a few, a few different things today. So I hope that um, this blesses you this morning, this encourages you, and it causes you to think about your health and your wellness in a God way, not a vain way. So Lord God, I just thank you so much for today. Lord, I thank you for your wisdom. I thank you for your guidance. I thank you um, that you are going to speak to these ladies. Father, help me to um, deliver your words to them, Lord, not mine. Help me to discern um, from the world's false truths to your real truths. Lord, bless all of these women who are listening, no matter what pain, what sorrow, um, what suffering or situation, circumstance they are in right now. Just touch them, Lord, light up their spirit, um, remind them that you are there that you have always been there and you will continue to be there, that they are loved, that they are needed, and that they are important. Lord, we love you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hi, Yvette. How are you? I hope you're doing good. Um, I want to talk today about a few different things in terms of our health. When we think about, let's say, world weight things, right? Our weight or um, our pant size or anything like that. You hear me talk about this a lot because typically when I talk to women, that's one of the first questions I ask is what are you looking for most in terms of your health? And I'd love to hear what you ladies are looking for most, right? I want to see what that is. And I'll tell you that you're not alone. So just think about it. If you're not here live or if you're here live, stretch your limits, go ahead and post in the comment section. What do you want most right now out of your health or your wellness? What are you looking for most right now? And I can guarantee you, and I'm not looking at the chat, it's either more energy to um, embrace your body better, to lose weight, to be able to run around with your kids and grandkids, um, to fit into something for an event coming up, it's usually something like that. And I wanna challenge you this week to think of if your why for losing weight has evolved over time. Is this something that you've been looking to do for years now? And you know, every, every platform 
no matter what we'll start with this right um what's your why write it down come back to it and revisit it when you don't feel like being there so we have to feel stronger more energy feel good about my body I already got one of those um priscilla is to get better lose weight more energy to run around with my daughter um so priscilla you had your daughter later in life i guarantee you you are not alone um that's happening more and more in society i had one early who's 13 and i had one later on and she just turned seven so i get it good morning jenny i get it but i want you to think back on the first time you can remember wanting to get healthier why did you do it was it for weight loss was it for inches lost was it for more energy what was that for and then think about how that didn't work out and i know that's a painful thought to think about that but think about how it didn't work because if it worked you wouldn't then be having these same goals right then go through all of these things that you've tried throughout the year and try to discern if your goals have changed at all during this this journey of yours or if they've stayed the same i want to challenge you that if your goals have stayed the same then they must not have been right to begin with. They must not have been aligned with the word to begin with. And they should have evolved over time to not only hit those goals and sustain them over a long period of time, but to level up on your goals, to be more than just weight loss, to be more than just energy, to be more than just keeping up with the kids or sleeping better, your goals should level up every time you set your goals. I need to remind you that health is a lifelong thing. It's not a 14 week program. It's not an eight week boot camp. It's not a 30 day detox. It's not something that can be numbered. I don't know how many days are left in your life, but I know that God called you to be healthy each day so that you can go out and do his work. So it can't be a numbered thing that you're looking for. We can't be numbered in the time frame that we're giving ourselves to get healthy or redo some of the things that we may have undone with our body. And we can't put a time frame on how long we're going to do this for. It has to be that you are going to do this forever. I have been doing this since I was 16 years old. Not to say I haven't struggled. I'm 5'2". I got up to 210 pounds with all the knowledge in the world, with all of the information, with all of the know-how. I am a nutrition coach. I'm a personal trainer. I have my bachelor's degree in exercise physiology. I know everything. It's not about knowing more. It's about how you can apply this to your every day. I started teaching kickboxing at 16, um, martial arts and um, all of that fighting has been in my blood since then. And I'm still learning to apply new things every day. My goals at 16 are not my goals at almost 40. My goals when I was 20 are not my goals now at almost 40. My goals at 30 were completely different than my goals. Now your goals may change daily 
for what you're looking to do. It's not just this once a year thing that, oh, I'm going around and thinking about my goals. It can happen daily, weekly, monthly, whatever that is. You need to be holding yourself accountable or have someone that will, right? A coach, whether that's me, whether that's someone else you hire, whether that's someone at the gym, a friend that really talks to you, right? Isn't just like, oh girl, it's fine. It's fine. You'll, you know, you'll get back to it. Someone that starts to see patterns and goes, hey, I'm going to call you out on that in a loving way. Your goal should not be the same. My goal when I was 16 was not about being healthy for my kids, was not about um, being healthy for God. My goal throughout my life has changed. When I, before I knew God, which I found God pretty late um, or later in life, it was after my first son was born. So 13 years ago, I'm a baby Christian, teenage Christian. Um, my goal then had nothing to do with God. I didn't believe in God. I believed in you work for what you get. You have to work harder. You have to go longer. That was my mentality at school. That was my mentality in relationships. That was my mentality with workouts. That was my mentality with training other people. And I wish I could go back and tell all of those women, you don't need to be here constantly. Like, go home to your families. You don't have to be here. It's not work harder and longer and get more. It's the opposite, especially as we get older. You don't need to put that same stress on your body. In fact, it's bad for you. But I want to know if your goals have changed. And I know that I said this, but I'm, I'm challenging you to think. If your goal is always the same at the start of every new diet or every new trend that you're starting or every new supplement you take or every new program you join, is your goal really your goal or is it just this this thing that you don't believe will happen that you haven't you know grown that you just think well this is this is it for me or has it progressed over time and i'm going to give you an example um of me so when i was in my 20s um i was marathon running I loved it. It was a huge part of who I was. Um, I was also engaged before I was married to my husband now. So different man, different engagement. Um, and he was huge into the gym. So my goal there, here's where my pride comes in, was to lift more than him, to stay longer than him, um, to run faster, to do more, literally just be the best. Hello, type one Enneagram, type A, stubborn mama. That's me. And I would push myself so hard that it would, it was literally killing me. And it wasn't about anything other than looking better and fitting in things better and doing more and hoping I could just lose the most weight possible. It wasn't really about my health. And I want you to get to the root of your goal right now and think about, is it really about your health? Because you can go in two different directions there. I went super unhealthy on one end. You can go super unhealthy on the other end. Maybe you're somewhere in the middle and the other end of that being, I'm not gonna try. 
I've had a piece of cake today, so I might as well have the whole thing. Um, it's noon. I didn't get my workout in, so I may as well not do it for the rest of the day. It's Tuesday. I haven't gotten a workout in. I may as well start next Monday. Whatever that looks like, there's two unhealthy ways. Being there too much, doing it for the wrong reason, not caring enough, doing it for the wrong reasons. Both are self-serving. I want you to think about why God put you here. I want you to think about the first thoughts that you thought when you were a Christian. I remember some of my first thoughts so vividly um, because the Holy Spirit came to me very strongly. I was working the opposite direction of God. Um, this story of Paul and I relate very well. It wasn't killing anybody. Um, but I wasn't actively trying to advance the kingdom. In fact, I was trying to advance science at the time because that's my love, my passion. It still is, but you compare science and scripture. Either way, that's, I digress. My, my goal was self-centered. And I remember the first time I felt God touch me and the spirit lightened me. And I was just like rubbed up to go. Is anyone else rubbed up? Or maybe you don't remember even like when you believed in God because it's been so long, but you remember that first dream that he gave you a glimpse of, like David gave you a little insight on and you're like, oh, great things are coming. And then life hits you hard. And that spark starts to diminish a little bit each day. Like uh, the beauty and the beast rose, right? It starts off so fresh and you've got all these great ideas and you think it's you and you're going to do it and it's going to be great and it'll be over before you know it. But slowly, petal by petal, wick by wick, it starts to dim when real life hits you. Ladies, real life is going to hit you and it is not meant to knock you down. You, I'm going to challenge you to get back that spark in you that was once in you for your health that was once in you for doing what God has called you to do. I want you to relight that match and go, I'm not doing this for me anymore. Just as we've matured, and I'll go back to my story from today, from 16 to, I'll be 39 this year. I've matured. I've matured in 13 years of my Christian life, my new beginning. Your goals should mature as well. It should not just be about your weight anymore. It should not just be about your pant size anymore. It shouldn't be all about food. Sometimes, like I was obsessed with the gym, right? Sometimes you can become so obsessed with food and it's all you think about and you end up worshiping it over God. You can worship the gym over God. You can worship the scale over God. You can worship comparison over God. You can worship anything but God on your health journey. And the world makes it so easy. And they're going to tell you that's normal. Comparison, that's normal, but try not to do it. It's not normal. We shouldn't be comparing our journeys to anyone else's. Your calling is your calling. Your body is your body. It is made beautifully in the image of Jesus, not by mistake, on purpose. There is like a one in however many trillion chance that you are here right now 
on this earth. You are needed. You are called. And we have to be able to be equipped to move and go when God calls us to go. I want your root reason for being healthy to dive that deep because God died for me. I need to be on the top of my game. So when he calls me to walk around Jericho seven times, I can do it. When he calls me to strike the rock, I can do it. When he calls me to minister to women that come into my space, right, that come in here and are struggling and go through the things that were painful for me to go through, that I can say, hey, there's another side to this. It's not about you. It's not about your weight. It's not about the scale. It's about what we can do to further God's kingdom. So the more mature we get in our faith, I want to challenge you. I want you to get more mature in your goals for your health. Something that's not the scale and a vain reason. Why? Because if your goal has been the same this whole time, and you've tried however many different diets and plans and pills and coaches and trainers, and no results stuck and last, it might be the goal that's the issue. It might be because you were looking for a time-based thing, then you didn't get there, you got discouraged, and you said, well, health is for, you know, someone else. It's not for me. Maturing through our faith is a difficult thing because it means that we've been tested, but we've come out the other side. It means that we've gone through some things that have knocked us down on our feet. And we thought, how could I, can I ever get up? How can I recover from this? When we have been shooken so bad that we don't even know where, where up is from down. Like our life is just, is just a mess. It's dirty. It's hard to see. We question us. We question our faith. We question, did we not do it right? We question God, why? I tell um, my girls, and I'll tell you too. My girls is in my clients. I only have one girl. <laughs> um, I tell the ladies that are in my group that God will shake you to the point where you started building your foundation on your own. A lot of us here today have been building our health foundations on our own, and God's not allowing us to get to that next step because we didn't get it yet. We haven't moved past this first thing. We haven't matured up. Our outward bodies have, but the reason why we're trying to get healthy hasn't. It's like fifth grade, right? I don't know why I picked fifth grade, but fifth grade and the test comes, life gets hard and we don't pass. We can't move up until we pass. In public schools, you might be able to, but I'm using this as a thing, right? You can't move up. You're stuck. And even if you do move up, right, they push you through. They go, you're, you're going to get through. It's fine. You're, you're on to the next grade. You're then, your foundation isn't good. You're not going to be able to learn the new things that are being taught and you're meant to hold on to because you didn't get the concept in level five right? You didn't get the reason why. You didn't get a firm foundation. You just thought that jumping into P90X or um, whatever boot camp 
or CrossFit, that was what's going to do it for you. You didn't actually look at your body, your blood work. You didn't actually talk to your doctor, even though we all checked the box that says we did before we start an exercise program, right? I'm not the only one. I know we all check that and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. We didn't actually think about what we were doing and why we were doing it. We were just doing it because we've seen others have success. And we think the harder we push ourselves, the more we deprive ourselves of food, the more pain we feel, the better our results will come. That's not the case. It really isn't the case. You're self-inflicting pain on yourself for no reason. God didn't call you to starve. He gave us food. He made it before us. He knows what you need. God knows you need to move. His whole tribe, his whole people of Israel walked everywhere. Look at what, like a map of where Jesus went. He walked everywhere. There are people that you need to touch that are outside your city. They might be inside your city, but you're going to have to walk to get there. There's going to be people that come into your life that you're going to have to move for. And just as if we're not spiritually filled, it's hard to overflow. If we're not filled with health, good foods, proper exercise, the right rest, the right reasons why we're doing things, we could be missing the very thing that God is calling us to do because we're so focused on food or starvation or exercises or pant size or weight. And when the, that person comes up under our nose, we're not even thinking them. We're thinking a million other things that are going on. And God put that person there for you. And they, and they left. I want to challenge you to mature in your goals, just as you are maturing in your faith. Stop trying to fit this circle into a square. Stop trying to fit your mold into the earth's, into society. It's not going to fit. It's not supposed to fit. You're supposed to do it different. It's supposed to look different. It's not supposed to look the same. So when you start to get healthier and have more energy and other moms see you, moms see me all the time. This is um, how I get them. <laughs> to chat with me. Like we've got energy. We've got our thing. Uh, I will give Mila, um, an underdog on the swings, you know, it's like push, push. And then oof, she goes, you know, over my head. Moms are like, how do you have, how do you have the energy for that? I go, Jesus, I'm doing my health for Jesus. I go, what exactly does that mean? It means I'm not working for this world. It means we're able to do things like that and run around with the kids and, and have energy, not just be a light sitting on the couch, but be a light out in the world and be talking to people about God every single day. Your health will get people talking. How often has someone posted a before and after picture and been like, look at my progress. And I'm not saying those are bad. In fact, I'm saying you should use this to talk to more people about God. This is your invitation. If this is important to you, your health, and you say, I'm giving it to you, God, not I'm giving it to you, God, Jesus, take the wheel, you know, you feed me, God, we're not babies anymore. We do not need to be spoon fed 
mushed up food for our health. We are leveling up. We are maturing. We're going to start eating some real food on our own. We don't need God, your trainer, to come and pick up the spoon and put it in our mouth and we just go, thank you. And if you will move my arms to do my shoulders today, and if you will move my legs to do my legs today, you need to be an active part of this with God. So my goal for you today is to set some time. I know, I know everyone's busy. You have to be filled spiritually. Find some time to sit with God and talk to him about your health, about what he's challenging you with so that you can come aligned with him and his goals for you. Ask for forgiveness when you've tried to do it on your own, when you thought your ways were better than him, that he didn't care whether you were on keto or uh, high protein, high fat, whatever. He does care because he made the food here for you to eat. He knows what your body needs. No nutritionist, no dietitian, no nutrition coach, no personal trainer, no doctor, knows exactly what your body needs. God does. So stop running to all these outside sources and you need this and you need, they don't know what you need. We can find out things through blood work, right? Through doctors and uh, nutritionists. We don't hundred percent know. God does. So let's get in line with him. Talk to him about what your body needs and he's going to use cravings to show you what you need, not to bring you down, not to tell you that you're a failure and you can't stick with anything, to show you what you need to think about food in a different way. Back to the before and after pictures. Those, those pictures get posted. How many of you have commented on them? I have, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. I post them of my clients, right? I'm so proud. They do all the hard work. I'm so proud of them for working it. So what if you posted your before and after pictures and you get people talking that don't know Christ, that are lost and God wants to use you to find them and bring them to him and let him do the work from there. But for them to even get a spark, a little seed to know what, what is she talking about? She did this with Jesus, or that was the Holy Spirit giving her discernment and self-control. What is she talking about? They'll start asking questions. And I can tell you that's good because that's how I was saved. I challenged my husband, husband now, new fiance, new husband. I challenged him every single day. He, I don't even remember the exact way the conversation started but he brought up Jesus and I laughed. I was like, okay, like, so your magic works. I'm telling you, I wasn't, wasn't good guys. And I would challenge him on science and I would bring every scientific piece of evidence. Again, type A, wanna win, I've gotta be right, right? Bring all of this stuff. And he would prove me wrong every time or at least get me thinking like, all right. And it took a while. We met each other in 2006. Um, I did not become a Christian until 2011. 
it takes a while. Your health is going to take a while. You redefining your goals is going to take a while. You not jumping at the first Facebook ad that comes at you and says, take this pill or this teaspoon of this, and you don't have to work out and like worry about anything anymore. That's going to take practice. But guess what? The Holy Spirit lives in you. And I want you to activate it today to say, starting today, I know the fruits of my spirit have discernment. They have wisdom. They have joy that I can be happy with where I am right now. So I can make decisions that are healthier, not hate myself right now. That's not from God. That's from the enemy. That's not from God. Don't hate yourself. Don't start your health journey in a place of anger, disappointment, setback, like you're not good enough. How is starting a journey that way helpful? When I first found Jesus, I was full of hope. I was like, man, this is great. Like, I can't wait to tell everybody. I've got all these things to do. When you start aligning your goals up with the spirit and doing it out of a good place, a good seed, building a good root, you'll be surprised what changes. Don't start it out of hate and disappointment and disgust, aggravation. All of those things the enemy uses. I actually, um, where did I put this? I sent myself an email because it was that good. Um, I sent this email to myself and I called it three verse nine. So you're going to get a little in input on what next week's um, talk is going to, to be about. Jesus uses things to help us overcome the enemy, but the enemy only has so much. And I want to tell you, this is where less is more. This is where you working harder at the gym and you working harder at starving isn't going to get you to where you're going. Are you starting out in hate or confusion or desperation? That's not going to help. I wanna show you here. We have an enemy whose mission is, and we're gonna count these out, whose mission is to steal, kill, destroy, confuse, pervert, divide, deceive, distract, and dismantle. He has nine weapons that he is constantly using against you in different ways. How many of you have felt that your health has been stolen from you, that you would kill to have someone else's body? Don't even get me started on that. That's, that's March's talk. That you feel your body's been destroyed. That you're confused where to start because there's so much information. That things have been perverted, like carbs are bad and fats are bad, and this food is, is bad and this one's good. Or you're divided and you're fighting over silly things about keto and whether it's right or wrong, and you spend more energy fighting over that than you do actually working on your own self to deceive. Oh, he does this so well. This is a Facebook ads. And I guarantee you, if you're listening to this on your phone, you're gonna start hearing 
ads about weight loss pills because I've been talking about it. He deceives you. He thinks, like, oh, I'll put this here, get our mind on something else distracted. I don't even have to go into distracted and dismantled. And it starts here with your dismantling. It doesn't start with your body or your outward appearance. It starts here with your dismantling. You start doubting yourself, wondering what's wrong with you, searching for answers in all the wrong places. So we have an enemy that has nine weapons that he's constantly using against us. But more importantly, we have a God and we serve a God whose mission is to redeem. I know not all of you believe in tattoos, but that was one of the first things that was spoken to me when I was a Christian. It took me, gosh, nine years after I became a Christian, even after that, to really believe that I was redeemed of my past. And even still, I struggle with it. That's why it's here. When the enemy tries to get in and, and tell me and remind me of, of all the things that I did, even when I was a Christian, what I did, and am I even one? I am. The blood covers that. So we have a God whose mission is to redeem, to revive, and to restore. God has his three weapons, right? To redeem, revive, and restore. He's three in one, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. He only needs three things to defeat the nine. It's three versus nine. And on paper, that looks like a loss. On paper, that looks like there's no way. There's no way you win. Let's just imagine that you and your two other friends come up against this group of nine people that are prepared to fight. And you are not prepared to fight. You are just walking along, having your girls night. And nine people come at you. I think you'd look at each other and go, we need to run like the other way. Like we are way outnumbered here. For me, I'd be like, well, I have a still recovering ACL. What am I going to do? Uh, I don't know about you. Have you ever fought someone before? No. All right. Let's just run out of here. God doesn't give us that spirit of fear. Everything that God, uh, the enemy is throwing at you, whether it is stealing, killing, destroying, confusing, perverting, dividing, deceiving, distracting, or dismantling, God redeems in three things. And that's the only three you need. He's going to redeem you, revive you, and restore you. Whether you have stolen things or had things stolen from you. Whether you feel like your dreams are dead, that they've been killed and they're behind you. Whether you feel like you've destroyed yourself too much. You've gone too far this way. You can't even get back to middle. Never mind the other way. That you're just confused and you're not moving. I don't care what it is. Of those nine things, God needs three. And they live in you. And you get the decision to choose. Am I going to believe? Truly, 
was like my stomach. I'm, I'm hungry. I'll have to eat after this. <laughs> Are you going to believe and agree and partner with the spirit that God gave you and the angels that God has fighting for you and go, all right, no, I'm going to take what was just said to me, compare it against the word of God. Even if you don't know scriptures yet and you don't have things memorized and you're like, I don't know, how do I hide the word of God in my heart? Just remember these three things. Just remember them and come back to it. Is this word that I'm telling myself in my head, is it redeeming, reviving, or restoring? Yes or no? Super easy. Is me doing this for my weight really redeeming me? Or is that confusing me as to what my issue should be? Is it perverting the truth? Because we link healthy to pant size or weight size because BMI was measured. And that's what we think we need to go by when we go to the you know, doctor's office, they call us overweight or obese or whatever. But it's really just, that's my genes. Bigger bones, got bigger muscles, built differently than other people five too. All you have to do is remember those three things. I want you to remember them. And I'm going to say it again and again, redeem, revive, restore. Is this thought helping me? And there might be some that come up that you go, yeah, I think so. But they're not. Just like your weight, like, well, that's good because I'll be healthy, right? That's the same deception that the serpent used on Eve in the garden. It's no different. Why not just eat it? He's surely not going to kill you. Just eat it. Just do that. Just limit yourself. Let's take the limit off, ladies. Let's rethink this. Let's look at those nine weapons that are going to come at us and will always. And if you're in a season where you don't have a weapon, you know a weapon's coming. So rest up, study, study the word, put on your armor and get ready to go to battle every single day. Because every day is a fight, even for me. I'd love to tell you it gets so much easier. The challenge and your ability to overcome the first challenge gets much easier. Like I'm not tempted by certain things anymore. That was my infancy. But every time you level up, it gets harder. But you've got the right foundation. You're not just going from level to five to six without the right foundation. You're going to start today going, I'm going to master this. I know it seems rudimentary, like this is elementary. This is the beginning that I just need to know. I have self-control. I don't have to indulge in everything I see. I need to perfect that before I go into mindful eating. I have to perfect what I, what, where I should be, <laughs> what works for me. And what doesn't going to have to go through some trial and error. And instead of using that as divided thoughts, I keep doing this and nothing's working. Something will work. Just keep trying. That's what science is. That's what every successful person does. You just keep trying. And now you know what doesn't work. So you try something new and, and different. And God will bring it to you when you invite him into that space. So I want us to mature in our health space. I want you to think about the goals that you have set in the beginning of your health journey, the first time you remember thinking about it. Maybe even pinpoint the thought of why you thought about it. 
Maybe someone said something to you. Maybe you thought something or you compared yourself to somebody else. Think back, it's there, it's buried, but it's there. Get to the root of that problem and then go, I'm not basing my goals off of the enemy's deception any longer. I'm basing my goals off the premise that God is gonna restore me, that he's gonna revive me and that he is gonna redeem me because he already did in all these different areas of my life. Why can't he do it for your health? I want you to challenge yourself there. You've seen God's goodness. You've seen him work miracles. You've seen the Holy Spirit at work. You felt it. Let him do it through your health. Realign what your goals look like. Realign what your relationship with food looks like. That may mean that you have to go to a nutritionist or a dietitian or a nutrition coach. That may mean your relationship with fitness is unhealthy. And even though you look really fit on the outside, it's an unhealthy place to be. And you need to get with a trainer or a doctor or a therapist to rework that or all three. But I want to challenge you, if you need that help to do your homework, I know it's one extra step, but everyone out there says they're a coach these days. Everyone out there says that they're an expert these days. Let's get some degrees when we're searching people. Ladies, I, I want you to see like, hey, yeah, um, I've got a bunch of them right there. And that's not even all of them. I'm continually learning to how to be better for you. Actually get some info. Don't just take them at face value. And if you're looking for someone who's faith-based and is going to challenge you on the things that we talked about today, I'd love to chat with you. I'd love to see if this is for you or we'll figure out what other next steps are. You can book a free call. It's not gonna cost anything. It's not going to be super long, 10 or 15 minutes. And we can talk and see, hey, what is the best step for you? Is it partnering together? Great, let's talk about that. Is it doing something on your own because I'm confident and you're confident you can do it? Great, I'm not going to just pull you into my program for the sake of pulling you in. I only wanna pull in people that I know and I'm confident with we align spiritually and we're gonna to work together as a team to hit your goals. I can't be the only one caring. We have, to, we have to align together. So if that's you and you wanna have a free talk, you can just put, uh, type talk below this and I'd be more than happy to reach out and set up a quick call. Um, I talked to someone, I think it was Friday, and she was like, oh, I really didn't think it was going to be you, you on the phone. I didn't think this message was really from you. It is me. Every time I send you a message or an email or on the calls, you're going to get me talking about what's best. So just know that I'm not mean. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to criticize you. And I certainly am not going to force you into something that isn't right for you. I will challenge you. I'm not going to force you into anything that's not right. So I hope this was helpful. I hope that this was beneficial. I hope it challenged you to think about your health in a new way. And I can't wait to hear about what your goals were and what your goals are going to be moving forward. What the spirit speaks to you in the quiet place today. Not right now. 
although I'm not going to limit the spirit. He might have talked to you right now. Take some time to just be quiet and meditate on this and then set your goal. Invite God in because he's done miracles in other areas of your life. Why can't he do it in this? He will when we put our pride aside. I love you, ladies. I'll talk to you soon. Again, if you want to chat, just comment, uh, talk below. I'll reach out to you a little bit later on this afternoon. I've got appointments coming up and coaching coming up right after this, but I'm here and I've got other coaches that are in this group and, and they're here to help and encourage as well. So just know you're not alone. We're here for you and you are loved. Have a great rest of the day, ladies. Bye-bye.